Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor and uh, yeah, no guests this week, just me because you guys are insane and apparently you like solo episodes. So we're going to try to do this and we're going to try to not sound like we're addicted to meth, um, which I am not. But after doing my last solo episode about skincare, I realized that I do sound like I'm addicted to drugs. Um, It could have been because I was talking about skincare and I'm extremely passionate about skincare. And when I'm passionate about something, I do have a tendency to sound like I'm under the influence of hard drugs. Um, But I'm not. But maybe I should be. Who can say for sure? Anyway, uh, doing a solo episode, like I mentioned... And quite frankly, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I do feel like I should address the fact that I didn't upload an episode last week and that was planned. It wasn't like an accident or something. I was just feeling really burnt out and tired and not to be like whiny, but this is like a one woman show. Like I'm reaching out to guests. I'm setting up times. I'm recording. I'm little, you know, little bit of editing, you know, to the best of my ability. And I'm just fucking, I'm doing everything. And I mean, I obviously am doing other things in my life other than podcasting. And so I was just feeling really tired, like, uh, like maybe I need to take a little break. Um, so I just took, took a little week off. I mean, whatever, it's fucking fine. It's fine. Right. I mean, whatever. And so, yeah, I am back. Um, I have a couple of guests lined up for the next couple of weeks that I'm pretty excited about. But yeah, I mean, sometimes in the future, I might just need to take a little bit of a break unless, you know, I somehow get someone to help me produce this podcast and maybe things might change. But, you know, if this was my only job, that would be one thing, but it's just not. And I'm a lazy bitch. So it is what it is. Um, Anyway, uh, trying to think of some life updatey type of things. Um... If I think of something, I'll let you know. (laughs) That's how uneventful my life is. I currently have some star face pimple patches on my face. This is not sponsored, but um, I really like these pimple patches by a brand called Starface, and they're really cute, and they're little stars. And quite frankly, I put them on even when I don't have pimples, and I'm just now realizing I did not silence my phone. Oopsie-daisy. A couple of you guys asked for like an updated skincare routine routine god i can't even fucking speak it's the meth you guys it's the meth um skincare routine is pretty much generally the same if i remember correctly i'm using an under eye serum right now i'm using a retinol one by verso i'm using an under eye cream the under eye cream i'm using right now is nothing to write home about If you need an eye cream recommendation, there's only one eye cream I will ever recommend, and it's the one by Sunday Riley. I can't remember the name of it because they rebranded it. They only have one eye cream, so it's that one. I think it might be called like Start Over, or that could have been the old name. Who can say for sure? But that's the eye cream I would recommend. The eye cream I'm using right now is quite frankly giving me Melia under my eye, which is like these little white hard bumps. They, it's whatever. It's like an overproduction of keratin or something. I don't know. Um, and so really hate the eye cream I have right now. I should probably just use a different one. And as for like my night, like what I do, like I will either use the Tata Harper Essence or the Indie Lee COQ10 toner, just something 
to wet my face because I realized that when I apply products onto a dry face, it doesn't absorb as well as when my face has something to kind of emulsify it. So I really like the Tata Harper Brightening Concentrate. Um, it's like a essence, but it's, I would say less liquidy than your average essence, which I really like because my beef with essences has always been, it just fucking slips through my fingers and it's annoying because essences are generally quite expensive. So I'm not gonna have fucking dollars slip through my fingers. It's crazy. Um, but then I also, like I said, the Indie Lee COQ 10 toner, it's a spray. Don't get it on your eye. So I usually just cover my eye and spray my face. Um, really like that. So I'll use either of those and then I'll either use some type of retinol, um, at the moment, I'm using Luna by Sunday Riley. It's an oil with blue tansy and it's a retinoid, which is basically a retinol. Um, Google it if you want more information. I'm not going to do a full skincare breakdown like I did last time and teach you like a mini goddamn science class, but um, retinoids are just a little more gentle than retinol um, and just as effective. So whatever. I'll either use that or... Uh, I don't know. I'm like a little fucking alchemist out here mixing potions and shit, but usually I'll put down Sunday Riley Luna oil. And then on top of that, I'll use a few drops of the Lord Jones uh, CBD face oil. There's a name for it. I can't remember, but it's like the face oil. You could buy it at Sephora. It is a little expensive, but a little goes a long way. I've had it for a really long time and I use it a lot. But what I'll do is I'll add a few drops of that to a face cream that I recently got from Sunday Riley. And God, I really love Sunday Riley, Jesus. Um, and it's called like ice and it's made with like ceramides. Um, and it's just really good for repairing your skin barrier. It's very healing. Um, consistency wise, it's very similar, I would say, to La Mer's cream, like their original cream. It's very thick. So... I really like using it in the evening and I also really like adding those few drops of that um, Lord Jones oil to kind of thin it out a little bit. Um, and yeah, it just, it feels very luxurious. It feels very hydrating and nourishing and just, it feels like you're feeding your face. And I love, I love a night cream that feels like I'm feeding my face. You know what I mean? I want to feel like this cream is just penetrating my pores into my soul, um, and just really healing me and nourishing me. And if you're still listening to this, you're a real one, because anytime I talk about skincare or beauty, uh, people usually are like, well, not people. Men are usually like, hey, y'all, you talk about this beauty. And I'm like, bitch, I talked about beauty for like 10 minutes. Just fucking relax your pants. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's kind of my nighttime skincare routine at the moment. Um, so there's your little skincare update. Um, <laughs> life update is that I just watched all four seasons of Outlander in like two weeks. Listen, I was... It was a weekend. I felt like binging something. I had tried watching Outlander a couple years ago, like the first episode. And I was just like, this is boring. I didn't get through the first episode. I was like, this is boring. Like, who the fuck are these British people? Like, I don't care about them. And I'm not watching this. And then, you know, lo and behold, years later, I'm like, let me watch this. Let me give this a fucking shot. Netflix was like telling me to watch it or whatever. It, like had it like as a recommended show. 
And I generally like period time, not like menstrual cycle period, like, you know, like films and shows that take place in like ye olden days. Um, but yeah, so I started watching it and then I was just like, oh shit, like this is, I love this. And it's about this spoiler alert, I guess. I mean, who doesn't know this? It's about a fucking time traveler lady who goes to like the 1800s and like, you know, it's Scotland and there's this really hot guy. And, you know, so I started binging the show and I don't cry a lot. I mean, I feel like I cry like a normal amount. It's not like I'm like one of those fucking weirdos who's like, I never fucking cry. Like I don't feel pain, you know, like I cry like a normal amount, but I, I wouldn't say like cry like a lot. But sometimes when I watch TV shows, I do find that I cry a lot while watching TV shows. This wasn't like a thing that was happening my entire life. This is more like a, as I grew older, I suddenly fucking found that watching TV was very cathartic and it was an outlet for me to cry. Therapy who? Um, And anyways, I just, I fell into almost like an outlander depression. That's what I kept calling it. Like, I've never questioned whether or not I was depressed, like ever. And I was watching Outlander and I was binging it because I got super into it. It's like four seasons. Each episode is like an hour long. And there's like more than 12 episodes per season. I don't even know how many, maybe 16, maybe 18. They're fucking long seasons. And so I'm like watching this show like day and night, any free time I have, I'm watching Outlander and I'm crying and I'm, and I'm crying like a lot. Like, not just, like, a little bit, like, crying. And, like, all the things that I was crying about, they were so varied. Like, I would, like, cry when, like, people in love would, like, fucking talk to each other or have to leave each other. But then I would also cry when, like, a mother and child or a father and child would have to interact. Just really anything that was, like, heartwarming in any way made me cry. Not like I was upset, but just, like, I just was, I had to cry. It's not like I was sad, but anyways, I was like, what the fuck? Why am I crying? Am I depressed? Is this, is this me being depressed? But then I finished all four seasons of Outlander and quite frankly, I haven't cried. So I had like a little Outlander depression. So it's a great show. I would highly recommend it, but it might make you cry. And if it could just be a me thing, um, which it probably is just like a me thing, but I don't know, man. That show made me fucking cry. I loved it. And now I want to travel to the 1800s and fall in love with a hot Scottish guy. Um, I now follow the hot, that hot Scottish guy on Instagram and he's not, he's single. So he's available. So, you know, fingers crossed because he's super fucking hot. Um, so that was my Outlander depression that I went through again would really recommend watching the show but yeah let me know if you watch it and you cry or let me know if you have watched it and it made you cry I feel like it would make me feel better to know that other people have had similar reactions but I'm also totally fine with the fact that I just was really fucking affected by this show I don't know it was just like it was like the type of love that like I was like damn boy damn you know what I mean like I was like fuck like this is what like being in love should be. And even though they're time traveling, which is not something that you can probably do, I just feel like the way they loved each other was doable. 
maybe not realistic, but like it was doable. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, fuck. Like, do people love each other like this? Like, is this a thing that's still happening? Um, but yeah. So that's been happening. My sister Reem has been trying to hook me up with people nonstop. She actually just tried calling me right now because she's trying to hook me up with someone. And I appreciate her efforts. But let me tell you, Reem, you suck at hookups. Um... She's not, she's not really doing the best job. Um, so I also think she, she, I realized that she started intensely trying to hook me up more than ever when I started telling her about Outlander. So clearly this was raising some red flags for family members. Again, I just want to reiterate, I'm fine, but just watching Outlander was such an emotional experience. Like it was fucking weird. I don't know, man. It was just really weirdly emotional. I really, I I feel like I want to go see a therapist just to get to the bottom of this. Like, why did this show make me cry so much? Like, more than normal. Like, like when I would watch that show, This Is Us, like, I would fucking cry. But it was like, obviously, you're going to cry unless you're a monster. It was like that kind of thing. But like in Outlander, I feel like I was crying during scenes that it didn't necessarily make sense. I don't, dude, I don't fucking know. I also have been talking about this for way too long. Everyone's like, Nora, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I just, you know, really love the show. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, Reem has been trying to hook me up with people and it's not going well, but here's the thing. So, I'm single. I live alone. I really like living alone. Like a lot. Like I've I've always kind of loved being alone. Like I was like that weird kid who like all I wanted I mean maybe it wasn't weird. I don't know. I just always wanted to be alone. Like my parents would be like, "Okay, we're going out. Do you want to come with us?" No. But Nora, you'll be home alone. And I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I will." And I would just like read books and like play with my Barbies. I was obviously a small child, but like, I just love being alone and like having my own space and like the thought of ever having to share my space with someone for the most part is annoying. Um, I mean, you know, women are adaptable, so it'll be fine if I ever have to. But like, for the most part, like, I really, I'm not like one of those people who's like, I'm scared. Mm, I don't like, what was that noise? I'm like, "Mm, if someone's here to kill me, it's going to happen. Um, and I'm never like, oh, I hate coming home to an empty house. I'm like, I love coming home to fucking silence and everything being exactly where I left it. And there only being noise when I want there to be noise. Like, I love that. Um, so I really, yeah, so I'm, I'm single and like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, I'm not really, I don't feel like I need someone, but I feel like I will eventually. And so I should be doing something about it because the one thing that people tell me is, is like, you're not going to find anyone sitting on your couch at home or like hanging out with your friends at their homes, which is probably true. You know what I mean? But like, 
also, in my life, anytime a guy has ever been interested in me, I've never, like, had to, like, do anything out of the ordinary. You know what I mean? Like, I've just been existing in life. Like, it's not like I was like, I'm going to start fucking going to the park or, like, I'm going to join a fucking... I don't know, like a yoga club. You know what I mean? So a part of me feels like I should be doing something. But then on the other hand, I'm just like, in my experience, never really had to do much. And it's just fucking happening. Um, So, you know, there's that. So I think Reem has now taken it upon herself to find me a suitor um, or a man to court me, be my male companion. Um, and you know, she's not doing great. And it's, I will say that I'm fine being alone, but what does kind of bum me out is when I see the prospects and this is going to make me sound like a bitch, but that's fine. I'm okay with it. But like, yo, guys are not great. Like the fucking, the options are very bleak. Like, I feel like I know so many incredible women. Like I know so many women who are beautiful and talented and smart and, you know, come from like, you know, they're just, they're great people. I can't say the same for a lot of guys. I could say the same for like three of them. You know what I mean? Um, and that seems to be the case just in life guys for the most part are not great so I'm like on these two dating apps and every time I check them I want to put a bullet in my head like I'm fine I'm fine and then I go on this dating app and I'm like fuck I just want to break my phone and like I just think that I'm going to do nothing because I think it's better for me to do nothing, especially because I don't like need like I don't feel like lonely and I feel like like I should feel lonely, but I don't. And obviously there are times here and there like it's funny. Um, my sister and my nieces were making fun of me because I was telling them the other day, like someone was saying like, oh, it looks like the weather is going to be nice this weekend. And I was like oh, I don't really like when the weather gets nice because it makes me like wish I had someone to like go for a walk with. And that's me being like extremely vulnerable, which I'm fine with. But everyone obviously then started making fun of me like, Noor, what the fuck? What do you mean you want to go for a walk with somebody? Go get a dog, Noor. But like, there are very few times that I wish I had a partner. But when the weather is nice, that is an occasion in which I'm like, it would be nice to have someone to go for a walk with because I would like to go for a walk with that person. Um, (laughs) I really don't even know. I honestly, as I started recording, I realized that I had nothing to talk about. And like the more I talk, the more I'm like, what the fuck am I actually saying? But I guess I'm just being candid with you guys. I'm just being fucking real. I'm just letting you know what my thoughts are like these are just my thoughts as they're coming so just whatever I don't know either you'll like it or you won't or you'll be deeply concerned for my well-being I'm gonna get a lot of text messages after this probably being like nor are you good dog but like again those times that I feel like I want a partner are so few and far between and 
I often think about like, why is it that I don't, why is it that I don't feel like I need a partner? Because like I said, I feel like I should really want a partner. I keep saying partner and I'm now realizing it's sounding weirder and weirder as I say it. But also boyfriend just sounds so dumb. Like I can't. But then also like male companion sounds like a fucking sex worker. And then also like, what am I going to, I want a husband. I don't know that I want, I, I would like to meet a male who doesn't make me want to die. How, can I say that? Like male, male who doesn't make me want to die. Um, and so, you know, a part of me feels like I should want a male who makes me, who doesn't make me want to die. And I think about why I don't really feel so strongly about it. And I think it's because, and this is going to sound corny, but I think it's because I really love myself and I love myself enough to kind of know what I want and what I need and what I deserve. And a lot of times when I talk about, you know, potential relationships and stuff, I feel like people will not outright say you should settle, but they're basically telling you that you should settle. But I don't, it's not that I'm not willing to make compromises because again, that's a little unrealistic, but there are just certain things that I'm not willing to settle on and they're not crazy things or so I think. But a lot of times people will try to make you feel like the things you want are unrealistic and that you should just be happy with finding parts of what you're looking for. And I think that you should ignore those people. And I think that if I had listened to those people, I would probably be with someone and be married or some shit like that by now. But I don't think that I would be as happy with my, with myself. And like, I didn't, I really didn't expect to be fucking talking about this. Jesus Christ. But I do, I get a lot of DMS from women asking me what it feels like to be 30 and unmarried. And they're from Muslim Arab women or just Muslim women or Arab women, whatever. And like, it's really upsetting when I get those messages for the sole purpose that like, why does society assume that when you're a woman of a certain age, if you're unmarried, then like you should be like falling apart? Like, why is the assumption that like, oh, how are you? How are you OK? Like, how are you holding it together? Like, how are you not just like fucking killing yourself? You know what I mean? And I'm just like. When did that become like the narrative? And. I'm a huge fan of taking time for yourself when the time is right. And that's kind of what I've been doing for the last couple of years um, is really just taking time for myself to make myself happy, to focus on bettering myself and my life and not in a selfish way, because I definitely in that time have also been strengthening relationships with my friends and my family and trying to be more available to them and be there for them and 
be a good friend and be a good, you know, sister, aunt, whatever. And those are all really important to me liking myself. Like, in, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those are fundamental things that make me feel good. Like when I do something kind for someone that I care about, I don't do it to make myself feel better, but I, I still feel really good when I do it. Uh, it's just like a nice bonus. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've made this person feel better. And also that makes me happy that they feel better and that I was able to aid in this. And so I guess like, yeah, I, I do often wonder where I would be at if I wasn't single and living alone. And also if you have the opportunity to live alone, I highly recommend it. I think it's so nice. I mean, obviously some people might not feel that way, but I really just appreciate things that I've never appreciated before. And I've never been tidier or more organized or just like felt excited to be at home. Like I remember forever, like I just constantly feel, felt like I needed to be out of the house. Like I needed to be going places and doing stuff and nothing brings me more joy than like waking up on a Saturday morning, making myself a cup of coffee, putting on a robe, sitting on my couch and like listening to music or a podcast or reading something and just opening the blinds a little bit, lighting a candle, just fucking being like, this is amazing. I don't have to do anything for anyone. No one needs anything for me. This is time simply for myself. And like, are you fucking kidding me? That's incredible. And I just don't know how you can't be happy. <laughs> um, I don't, I really don't know where I'm going with any of this. And I will say for the first time ever since I've lived alone, I actually, well, I've cooked things here and there, but I've been more inspired than ever to cook. I made chili last week on like a fucking Monday night. I just decided, I was like, I want to make chili. I love chili and it's getting cooler outside. And I like soups and chili when it's cold and I just want fucking chili. So I went out, I've never cooked meat before. I've cooked salmon, but I've never actually cooked meat. So I bought turkey, ground turkey. And I cooked it and I was so scared the whole time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking die. I'm not going to cook this right. And I wanted to make chili and I was just going to make it like in a pot. And then my brother-in-law was like, dude, nor. Well, it was my brother-in-law, Billy. So he was like, nor, you got to get a crock pot. That's my Southern accent. He was like, nor, you got to get a crock pot and make some chili in a crock pot. I don't know what the fuck I'm even saying right now, but I was like, okay, whatever. So I bought a crock pot and I'm like fucking chopping veggies, fucking like, feel like a chef out here just like fucking chop 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 it was so cathartic listening to fucking music chopping like oh uh, like it was so good and I made the chili and I left it uh overnight because that's what you should do with a crock pot is like let it fucking you know crock pot all night left it all night woke up in the morning to the smell the most delicious no I did it on a Sunday night so Monday morning woke up 
no, fuck, was it Monday? I, what? It doesn't matter. I woke up in the morning and it, my house smelled like chili and it smelled so fucking good. And I was so nervous and I put in a fucking Tupperware and I was like, I'm gonna eat this for lunch today. And I ate it for lunch and it was the most fucking delicious chili I've ever had in my entire fucking life. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I'm a goddamn genius and a chef. And I love having chili and I'm going to eat chili for the rest of the week. And that's exactly what I fucking did was eat chili for the rest of the fucking week. And I only have one cup left. And quite frankly, I'm probably going to eat it when I'm done recording this because I want to. Um, but my dad tried it and he loved it. My brother-in-law tried it. He loved it. My mom tried it. She fucking loved it. Everyone loved it. And I was like, I made chili guys. <laughs> that was my story about making chili. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to cook more, trying to eat at home a little bit more, trying to fucking kick my Postmates and Uber Eats habit. We all have our vices. My vice is Postmates and Uber Eats. Um, I was also thinking about that. I'm like, what are my vices? You know, people have vices. What are my vices? My vice was always smoking cigarettes. But I don't smoke anymore, guys. So what's my vice? I don't really shop anymore. Like, I don't have a vice. So I guess my vice is spending $7 to deliver a smoothie to me that costs $5. That's my fucking vice, um, which I've done a lot, except for the smoothie was definitely not $7. The smoothie was definitely like $10 for a smoothie that I could make for sure at home and have recreated several times. But sometimes you just want, you just want someone to bring you a fucking smoothie. Um, so, hmm. Oh, I, um, God, I really just had a thought and it definitely escaped me. This is what happens when you don't plan things, but fun fact, I don't plan anything on my podcasts. It's just easier to like riff off of someone else when they're here. Um, and it's also, I find a lot easier to talk to other people about themselves. Um, and then also just like fucking you know, make fun of them sometimes, heckle them, if you will. Um, well, my sister was trying to hook me up with this one guy that she met at a conference and she said that he was heckling someone. And so she was like, oh, I met this guy. He was kind of cute, but he kept heckling people at this conference I was at. And I was like, you have my attention. So I also apparently like hecklers. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I listen. I'm happy being alone, but I'm also happy being alone because I know my fucking dumbass brain. Like I would say I'm a pretty logical, reasonable fucking person, but for some reason I just have terrible taste in men. And I think it's because not like I had no problems in my life. Obviously everyone has fucking problems in their life, but I have like a pretty fucking okay life. Nothing really bad ever happened to me. You know what I mean? And I just feel like maybe I'm like looking for trouble or like looking for like someone who has problems. <laughs> because like that seems to be the theme of my life. You know, um, is me 
liking people who are addicted to drugs. And that's not me being hyperbolic. I know I always joke about drugs, but I genuinely at this point have dated two different people addicted to drugs. And not to be fair, though, I didn't know it going in. But I think that I felt it like I felt that vibe like, yo, I fucking love drugs. You know what I mean? Like, you know, guys just give off that vibe like, yo, I fucking love cocaine. But like you don't see them do cocaine and they never mention cocaine. But like, you know, they love cocaine. But you're like, mm, maybe they like love cocaine, like in like a ha he he JK kind of way. But then they actually fucking love cocaine. And then it's so annoying because I'm just like, shut the fuck up and go to sleep. But you can't because you're on cocaine. <laughs> oh, man. Who let me do this? Um, but yeah, so I have terrible taste in men. I like guys who it's not like I got like guys who are mean to me. I'm not like I don't know. I don't like that. I like guys who are charming, but like a very specific type of charming that only a sociopath would be. (laughs) Or like someone with like borderline personality disorder. You know what I mean? Like just someone who's unwell that type of charm, like fucking Hitler kind of charismatic. You know what I mean? Like fucked up. You know, they're fucked up, but they're like super smooth. Someone who's a smooth talker. That's what I like. Um, and then, you know, I'm always fucking, then they fucking, they're on crack. And I'm like, Noor, stop this. And then, you know, people who are nice to me, I'm just like, you're so boring and lame. And I wish you would never talk to me again. Maybe go do some drugs. I don't know. Um, guys, I don't, I, I, again, I, I feel like it's hard to tell when I'm joking, when I'm not, I don't actually want to be with someone who's on drugs. That's just what I'm attracted to. And I'm working on it. Okay. We're, we all, that's my vice. My vice isn't actually doing drugs. It's being attracted to people who do drugs. That's my vice. But yeah, I like, I was on fucking hinge the other day and I was like, oh, this guy looks like, yeah, like he looks like he's fucked up. And I was like, what? Why is that what I am like, yeah, about, you know, why is that what I'm yeah about? But you know what I mean? Like, and then I really just have to take a step back and I'm like, no, why? Like my dad loves me more than a normal, like he loves me like a lot. Like I hear other people talk about their dads and like, no offense, but like my dad loves me more. (laughs) No, I'm sure your dad loves you, but like my dad loves me a lot. (laughs) oh man um but yeah like I don't have like daddy issues not that that should be a cause for you know you to be attracted to a certain type of man but you know contributes to it I would say but yeah like I'm never lacking in attention get a lot of attention I don't know and I I don't like I don't like drug users I just want to be clear, like I'm going to a music festival tomorrow where I know everyone is going to be on drugs and I'm literally like, this is going to be so fucking annoying because I hate when people are on drugs, like unless you're smoking weed, I'm fine with that. But like if you're fucking coked out or fucking rolling or whatever the kids are doing these days, please don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to be in the vicinity of you and especially don't fucking touch me. Like, I'm already anticipating someone trying to touch me tomorrow and me fucking slapping them in the fucking dick. 
Like I'm just so ready to batter someone tomorrow because I know motherfuckers are going to try to touch me because people on drugs love to fucking touch people and don't fucking touch me. I hate when people touch me. There's this fucking lady I know who like literally tries to hug me and kiss me like 75 times when she sees me. And like, yeah, a normal person could be like, oh, she's like doing it because she's just like a loving person. No, she's fucking annoying and doesn't understand fucking personal space or boundaries or social cues. But anyway, that's just a completely different issue. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like I really got to like fucking change what I'm attracted to. And I don't think I know how to do that, which full circle comes back to, I'm much happier being alone because if I were to be with someone who I am currently attracted to, which is a fucking drug addict, my life would be so stressful. I would have so many wrinkles. I would have so many gray hairs. I'd be so upset all the time. I'd be so annoyed and cranky and grumpy. I don't want to be cranky and grumpy. I want to be happy. And so that comes back to, I would much rather be alone and happy than be with someone like that. And until I find someone who is, who still makes me feel the things that I want to feel minus the drug addiction, I'm just going to be chilling and fucking, I went for a walk with my niece, Lily, not a child. She's an adult. We went for a walk and the weather was nice. And she literally turned to me and was like, see, I'm walking with you. And I honestly could have fucking cried, but I didn't want to freak her out. I guess I do cry a lot. What the fuck? But I didn't cry, but I wanted to cry because I was like, you're right, bitch. I'm fucking walking with you. And I love the shit out of you. And you're not addicted to drugs. So I'm happy about this. Um, I feel like I want to end this like on a fun, like funny note. But like, honestly, I'm just not in a funny mood. You know what I mean? Like I'm in a fucking emo mood, I guess. Jesus Christ. Outlander, I'm telling you guys, ever since I've watched Outlander, it's made me a very emotional person. I'm almost scared for season five, except for by scared, I mean like, when the fuck is it coming out? Like, what is my life? I'm also really excited for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to come back um, because I love that show for so many reasons. The writers of that show are my favorites. And um, the main character, Maisel, I think she's an incredible actress and just the entire show is so fucking well-made. And also I just love the entire premise. Like if you haven't watched the last two seasons, I highly recommend it. Season one was incredible. I love season two, but season one was so good. And it's about, um, uh, a woman who decides to be a stand-up comedian and it's just so good. And I, I'm not going to lie. If I, I don't know. I sometimes I'm like, I, I don't think I'm, it's not like a, Ooh, am I funny enough to be a stand-up comedian? Or like, I don't think, I don't think it all has to do with being funny. I think a lot of it has to do with like being able to like write a joke and like execute it. And I'm just I'm like, I don't know that I care to like look into how to do that. Like, I don't think you could just be like, I'm funny. I'm a stand-up comedian now. Like there's more that goes into it. So I guess there goes that option. Um, but yeah, so I don't fucking know. I hope you guys like this episode. It's, I, I didn't know what to expect when I started recording, but here it is. Here's this weird episode where I'm sharing a lot of my personal thoughts and inner mo- Basically, this is an entire recording of an inner monologue of Noor. 
A thousand percent. So hope you like it. You can follow me on Instagram at Nore. You can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. Next week, I will have a guest. It'll be a fun time. It'll be a good time. It won't just be me talking about fucking Outlander and how Outlander is kind of fucked with my emotions a little bit. But I promise I'm fine. Or am I? No, I'm fine. <laughs> Anyways, I will talk to you psychos later. Bye.